Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, welcome to episode 30 of Three Terrible Gamers, the big 3-0 here with Colin. Hey guys. And we have quite a bit to talk about today, so let's go and get started. This is from last week. Wolf Among Us 2 has been delayed. Yeah, it's still delayed. It hasn't came out on delayment. Uh, It looks like they're going to be pushing it back to 2024. Telltale Games, which is known for The Walking Dead and obviously the first Wolf Among Us, uh, they was speaking to IGN and they said that they was pushing it back because they wanted to avoid crunch of the, you know, time frame of putting it out, burnout among the staff. So I guess they're having some turnover due to the issue of it. And because they're making a switch from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5. Yep, that's exactly what I've seen. Burnout among the, among the staff. I guess they're just, what I got from that, they're just tired of working on it, really. that They've been working on it for so long. They're just trying to take a little break from it and then get more interest from waiting and then start on it to get it released by 2024 after starting the new Unreal Engine. Um, because the first one now, released, I mean, you see a lot of games being delayed, yeah, yep, yeah, you see a lot of games being delayed now with being able to polish the games how they are expected to be nowadays, where obviously the graphics are better on the consoles and everything, so they need to be more polished, but when they release, everything's going to get delayed, Every, nothing. Hardly anything in the future of gaming is going to hit milestone. I mean, will hit expectations, I should say, on release dates. Just everything takes more time now nowadays for games. Yeah, which is still weird because Telltale isn't really like a, I guess, a hard act of gaming because it's more story driven than it is. Well, it's more choice driven than actual play driven. Because you make more choices on quick time events than what you do, at least for the Walking Dead series, because that's the series I played for Telltale. But from like Tales of the Borderlands and everything else that I've you know played, and you know I haven't beat it like I have the Walking Dead ones. But with Telltale is usually it's based on quick time events when you choose who you want to save, who you want to get killed, all that other stuff. So it don't seem like they got as much polishing as what you would on like a shooter game. Right, right. But still, they could still have bugs, you know, no matter what kind of game it is. So just get those polished out and even maybe not even getting the graphics as good 
oh, with yeah. those sorts of games, but definitely bugs and stuff, game breaking bugs, especially they want to get those ironed out before releasing. Well, thing with their graphics is they're all like comic book like drawn. Yeah. So, I mean, the graphics I aren't too impressive people. to begin with. So. Yeah, they don't got. I mean, they're not known for killer graphics. Like, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's good for what it is. It's you know, obviously, it's a story. So, I mean, that's basically you're playing out a comic book strip is what you're playing out basically with those yeah. games. So, I mean, yeah, that's what you expect from it. It's not like you go in and expect a 4K Call of Duty type of situation. You just you literally. It's like if you hop on the NES, you expect it to be an 8-bit game. You don't expect it to be some sort of thing that's supposed to blow you out of the water. Right. In today. Yep. Right. All right. Moving on. Metroid Fusion was brought to Nintendo Switch Online this past week. It's about time. Uh, uh, granted, I don't have the expansion. So, you know, I'm not playing it, but yeah, that's on the Game Boy Advance expansion pass, which what it came out in 02 on the Game Boy Advance initially. Yeah. And isn't it a, is it a rescan of Super Metroid or is it a rescan of just the first Metroid? Pretty much. It's an original title. Uh, Zero Mission is a remake of the first one. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I I always get those two confused. Yeah, because um, Zero Mission came out in 2004 for the Game Boy Advance. And yeah, it don't help it. Yeah, like you said, they both came out on the same console. So me right. being just like, oh, okay, yet again, terrible. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like Metroid Fusion. I've never beat it. I play more Zero Mission than I did. Uh, fusion i would like to beat fusion because it is the predecessor to metroid dread it is metroid 4 so it's um it's a good game and it's very well received from the gaming community as you say so, it's similarities to dread or dread has a bunch of similarities yeah. i should say right yeah it does so now we have Metroid 1 through 5 on the Nintendo Switch because the NES games was the first one. We have the Game Boy games now, which has Metroid 2, and then 3, which is Super Metroid, 4, Fusion, 5, Dread, and then also Metroid Prime Remaster as well. So Nintendo Switch is kind of a Metroid machine right now. It has all of those on there. Yeah, and I agree. Probably show need... the outside of Smash. Right. And back whenever Melee first came out, I don't know about you, but I really didn't know who Samus was. I did. I, I never mean, played Metroid. I mean, shoot. I think I was probably, I say, six or seven whenever I figured out she was a girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never played the first Metroid. I never the first Metroid game I played was probably Metroid Prime. So and I played it. I think I've seen you play it, but I never actually played it until I was an adult, so Yeah, I got scared of it. Yeah. I probably but, get um, no issues, but <laughs> Right. 
I, I'm thinking about picking up the remaster for Metroid Prime. I'd like be to. more complete, I think. I mean, I could yeah. break up the old dinosaur and plug it in and everything, but it's just probably going to be simpler to pay $60 for the remaster. That way I can play it on modernized console with updated graphics. $40. Is it $40? They didn't release it at a full 60 I'm surprised. But no, it's $40. Yeah, I haven't even looked at the price. I just know, obviously, they shadow dropped it during the Direct, but I didn't dig into it because I'm just like, I technically have the game, so I don't need the game, but... <laughs> yeah, I have the game, too, and then, of course, I have it on my Odin and everything. But I'd probably pick up the remaster. But anyway, um, now I think we should still... Nintendo should work, and they probably will, to get Zero Mission on the Game Boy Advance for Nintendo Switch Online because it is a better experience than Metroid 1, obviously. It's a remake of Metroid 1, so it's going to be more polished and actually made it pretty far in Zero Mission. I still never beat it, but I made it really, really far, and I need to pick it up and play my save and beat it. And you get that slight graphics boost from the NES as well. Right. Exactly. So, the Game Boy was if any on of a you guys, bit. huh? The Game Boy was on a sixteen bit, wasn't it? It wasn't a sixty four, but it wasn't an eight. Thirty two. Was it thirty two? Thirty two bit. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember. It's been too long. We'll, we'll give you a live update here. I'll figure it out. Yeah, if anybody listening has not played any of the first five Metro 2D Metro games, definitely play them. They are very good games, all of them. I've played a little bit of all of them. So while Colin's getting us this update, definitely. It's pretty too bit. See, I know. Even guessing, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say you didn't. But, yeah, it's just one of those things because... Minus, like, actual home console-wise, America never did get a 32-bit system like Japan did. Right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Today, the time of recording, this will benefit you guys listening to us live. So maybe it'll entice the rest of you to start listening to us live. It is Mario Day, and there are some game sales going on that you can pick up today, which you've been able to pick them up the past few days, but... I believe today's the last day. So, Colin, what are those games? Uh, basically, every Mario-based title game is down to 40 bucks, yep. even including Luigi's Mansion, which, yet again, is a Mario-based game. And I think a Donkey Kong game is as well. Yep, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze. But also, you could get the standard one, the standard switch, which isn't the OLED and it isn't the light, for it's on sale for like sixty bucks less, I do believe, and it comes with uh, either Mario Odyssey, Mario Bros. U Deluxe, or Mario Kart Eight of your choice of a digital copy. But it's just a pretty much red. Both Joy Cons are red. On the switch. Not the red switch like they did a couple years ago. Just it's yeah, a black but, switch with red Joy Cons. Yes, and you get the uh, I guess stickers to put on your yeah. Joy Con for Mario. Those are the, for the Mario movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, like he said, you can pick one of those games, not all of those. You get to pick one. But yeah, they are doing some stuff for Mario Day and go get you some games, digital games. There are physical as well from some retailers. But um, yeah, pick them up for $40. It's a good buy on all these games. I've played all of them. They're really, really good games. So pick them up for a discount because they don't go on discount very often being Nintendo because they like to stick with that $60 price tag. No, go hit our affiliate link with it because it's on Amazon as well for that price. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, Target, but use Amazon and use our link. But a new competitor has appeared. Well, they're not new. They've been around since the beginning of Nintendo's existence in the video game world. But Sony has a rival sale going on. And if you buy a select TV, I believe it's mainly from their 55-inch to 65-inch TV selections, you get a free PS5 and a copy of Horizon Forbidden West at no extra cost of the TV. But I was looking at the prices of those TVs, and they're like $2,500, so no wonder why you're getting a free PlayStation with it. Wow. But... If you feel like if your taxes hit and you feel like dropping two to three grand on a TV and get a free PS5, go for it. But that's only on Sony's website. So but no, that, I was thinking that is their rival to Mario Day of the Day because they was like, oh yeah, we're going to start it on Mario Day and it's going to go to the end of the weekend. So yet again, it's only going to benefit the live listeners. Right. And I guess if you guys got that money, go ahead. But I ain't got it. <laughs> but I was thinking when you said that two or three hundred dollar TV and you get a free PS five. No. no. It wouldn't be that easy. No. They wouldn't do that. No. But I guess it's like the four K T I mean, obviously it's it a better high quality be. TV, but it's just one of those things like, oh okay, that's that's good. Like I see why they released it for this weekend is to combat Mario Day specifically because they can't let anybody have a thing over top of them. Can't have anything. Even though more people are going to buy, obviously, these games from Nintendo than buy their TVs. Because $40 versus $2,500, I mean... Yeah, that's one way to score a free game, a free new game. And a free, yeah. I don't know. I, I would consider it if they had God of War with it instead. We'll give you more than one game. Yeah, there's for $2,500, but normally those TVs. And two PS5 controllers. Yep. And normally, well, I mean, it comes with a controller, it just don't come with two controllers. Right. But normally, normally those TVs run for about a grand more too. So I mean, like I said, it is technically a better sell, but I just don't ever see myself forking out that much money for a TV. I don't think I will ever pay that much for a TV. I'm happy with my Roku TVs that don't cost that much. That's right. I get a projector and I go 176 inches for. Still about the price of a normal TV. Yeah, pretty much. 
Right, moving on. A new bug has recently been found for the Wii U. Yeah, Ashen, everybody that has a Wii U, go check it out. Because <laughs> they just now found out that slowly over time of it being unused, that it corrupts data on itself. So pretty much your Wii U is killing itself by not being used. Uh, so it could brick the whole entire console if, you know, it corrupts enough data, like it won't even activate or anything else. So, yet again, take care of your Wii U, or else it'll wind up like Crazy X Story. It wants you, it wants you back, and it wants you to continue to use it. It's jealous of your new girlfriend, and Nintendo Switch. It That's wants right. you to go back to it. After seven years. Yeah. No, I I know there wasn't a whole lot of Wii U sold out there, but me personally, I love my Wii U. That that's my Wii U right there. So, uh, mine is still working. Thankfully, I definitely had to check it out after I seen that leak. But I have backed up my NAND on it, which all of you should do. And if you guys need a guide on how to do that join our discord and i will happily tell you and give you instructions step by step but in order for me to tell you instructions you have to join our discord so and i'm also backing up all my games and game saves but anyway guys it is like colin said a corruption in the memory of the wii u so anytime that is not being used for a long period of time it takes a chance on it just Basically, like Colin said, killing itself and it just leaking its memory, corruption in the memory, or it just forgets how to function at all. It forgets how to come on. So it is error code 160-0103. If you see that, then you're in trouble. Um, I have seen on Reddit that there is a way to get your... Get your saves back without backing up the NAND, but that's only for Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, not all of your games. So, and in order to back up your NAND, back up your game saves, you have to have a hacked Wii U, which I do. Mine's modded, so it's not a it's not a hard thing. It's really easy to do, and it's not going to hurt your Wii U. Mine works perfectly normal, like a normal Wii U, but it is modded, and it, but it's it's safe because I can back it up, and if it bricks, then I can get around it and get it fixed. But anyway, it seems that several owners that have not used the Wii U in a while have been facing this issue. Nintendo, they're not going to do anything about it because they don't care about it anymore. It sold poorly. It was basically a failure in their eyes and there's really nothing they could do anyway, except people sending these systems back to get them repaired, which would cost Nintendo money for a system that failed. So they're not going to do that. Nope. It's not like the Joy-Con drift type situation. It's happened outside of the lifespan of the console. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. 
Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their 6th year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Like I said, guys, I'll, I don't care one bit to help you guys out if you need to learn how to mod your Wii U, how to back up your NAND, your games, whatever. All you have to do is join our Discord, which is always in the link of every episode on YouTube or on our wherever you get your podcast. Listen to us on there. It's in the description there. And just join our Discord, and I'll help you out. I don't care. All right. Going on a new, speaking of bugs for Nintendo, a new bug for Scarlet and Violet has been found as well. So I've seen two different ones. I don't know which one you wanted to necessarily discuss, but I've seen one that was, which they already are coming out for a patch for the Terror Raid bug. Uh, I guess it affects what you win from raids or don't win, rather. Like, you can go out, complete the raid, and then not get anything from it. And then the other one 
came out due to a DLC, and it's I'm guessing it's a combination with Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. So with saying that, I mean, yeah, they should have had their stuff, but yet again, they released it buggy and everything else, so don't really surprise me. But at the same time, you open more room for error whenever you bring in a comp- game that's completely based online and has its own different engine engine to exist with anyways. Right. Yeah. Like Colin said, um, so it seems to be when a user links their Pokemon Go account and buys the pre-order for the DLC and tries to send a postcard or whatever else you do online, it makes some lose their game save file. And there's a button combination. I can't remember off the top of my head what it is, but I'm sure you guys listen to play the games know what it is. But it does not work. It worked before for the other times that you just lose a game save file on Scarlet and Violet, but the button combination does not work in this case. You will lose all of your progress since people lost hundreds of shiny Pokemon, which is a big deal to the Pokemon community. So, and it's not just a certain type of switch. It's all variants of switch, the switch light, the OLED, the V1, the V2, it's all of them. And it's, Huh? I said a Konami code will not help you out on this one. <laughs> no, it won't help you out. And I mean, it's crazy to see because Game Freak just released a patch for other bugs in the game. And now they released this big, huge bug after that in that patch. I mean, they're just obviously they're not even looking at what they're doing. I mean, I understand mistakes happen, but they sh- this should be an issue to where they see this and they're coming out of the patch today or tomorrow for it, not waiting. And it's not a huge, like hundreds of thousands of people have lost their game, game saves. It's down to like 30 or so, but still, that's still 30 too many. So I think we should all just hold Game Freak accountable for these issues that the game, it's unacceptable for these games to be in this state months after release but it being pokemon nobody's gonna hold them accountable and it's just gonna keep going like this for game freak because there's no competition nope no competition and their people are going to fork out the money for it because they've been doing it for 26 years exactly and it's sad to see game freak just taking advantage of the fan base pretty much that's what they're doing i mean it would be different if pokemon home was already um available for scarlet and violet so you could save your pokemon there but it's not available for scarlet and violet yet so that's not an option and i know nintendo switch online obviously has cloud saves if you pay for that but pokemon doesn't use cloud saves either so you're just really if you lose that game file you're just out of luck so yep. be, be careful don't link your pokemon go account or buy the dlc early until you definitely see a fix has been made for this bug so just big warning for you guys 
that have those games. And there's a lot of you out there that has those games. So, All right, moving on. We got the March Game Pass games for you guys. All right, there's quite a few of them this month. Uh, yeah. Space 2 and Dead Space 3 are out for cloud already. They came out on the 9th, I do believe. <clears throat> Civilization 6 and Guilty Years will be on cloud and PC and console. Valheim, I think, looks more like a Viking type of game just because how it's spelled in the game design on it. Uh, is going to be console release only and it looks like it's going to be an early release game. For the 14th, and Nino Kuni 2 is on PC and console. And also, they're going to update Fallout 76, No Man's Sky, Halo Infinite, and Sea of Thieves. Yeah. So, a bunch of games coming out this month for Game Pass or console, PC, cloud. So good to see them add more games every month. And Dead Space 2 and 3, if you guys haven't played those, go play them. Good games. Great games. Yeah, I think they're doing that based on where the remake just came out for the original. Yeah. Continue the story. Right. right. Moving on real quick, we have a rumor that says the Switch 2 will not be backward compatible with Switch games. It don't really surprise me that that is the case if that is the case, just because half of their home consoles have been non-backwards compatible. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, it's... Nintendo is their own beast with it. I know it's really preyed on on Xbox and PlayStation to do that, but Nintendo, since the beginning of their home releases, haven't done it. Yeah, you could. Some GameCube games were backwards compatible on the Wii. On the Wii, and then you know the Wii U had backwards compatibility for the Wii, and then some Switch games on the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U has some Switch games, but like I said. The NES, N64, S, the SNES, and the GameCube were all non-backwards compatible as well. So, like I said, Nintendo's always hit or miss. Granted, I say they won't be backwards compatible because it'll mainly be... Because at this point, they mainly rely on everyone to buy digital copies as opposed to physical copies. So you can always download a digital game for it to work on that thing. And they're going to make it work in that sense. But as far as the physical copy goes, it makes sense not to have a backwards compatibility at this time of age of gaming. Okay. All right, Colin, I guess we'll see. I got them riled up. Uh, I mean, you had some good points there. Um, I do disagree, but I will explain why I disagree just in a second. But yeah, uh, many online, it's a big controversy right now because 
MVG, Modern Vintage Gamer. Love his content. Um, he is the developer that said that it may not be backwards compatible and people were taking it way out of context saying, oh, MVG said it's not going to be backwards compatible, whatever. That's not what he said. Anyway, people were saying that it won't be backwards compatible because of a chip incompatibility. So the new powerful chip in the Switch 2 will not be compatible with Switch games. Okay, that's fine. But me personally, I think that Nintendo and NVIDIA who makes the Switch chip and will make, has already been confirmed they're making the Switch 2 chip, they'll figure it out. And especially if the Switch 2 will be a more powerful hybrid console like we all expect it to be still the hybrid console because why would Nintendo go away from that after the success? And I don't think it's like going from the Wii U to the Switch. Obviously, the Switch couldn't be backwards compatible physically with the Wii U because the Wii U had discs. The Switch has cartridges. So the only way they can make it backwards compatible is to do what they did and bring ports from the Wii U over to the Switch. And they've done that for almost every successful Wii U game except for Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD. But me personally, I think even if they have to put the same chip that's in the current Switch in the Switch 2 and so you'll put a cartridge in from the Switch current gen Switch and it'll go to the chip that's in the current Switch right now and it'll run off that chip. Any other game for the Switch 2 will run off the more powerful chip. They did that in the GameCube. They put a GameCube chip in the Wii, and that when you put a GameCube disc in, it used the game, the chip for the GameCube. And, and but basically, the Wii was uh, overclocked GameCube anyway, so that, it was really easy to make it that backwards compatible. But anyway. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to put the current gen chip in the Switch 2, make it backwards compatible like that. Because it being, if they stick with cartridges, which I'm sure they will if it's a portable hybrid console, it's not going to be hard to make it backwards compatible. Because they did that with the DS and the 3DS mm-hmm. in a similar way, just a separate chip. So. I think that way it would make it easier if they just use two different chips, one for the current gen, one for the next gen. And I believe they could get away with that pretty easily and pretty cheap. I mean, they already have all these chips that are going into their current gen consoles. Instead of putting them in the current current gen consoles, just put them in the next gen. Yeah, I agree. But like I said, I still like don't really... They're not going to lose any customers by not doing it. No, they won't. But it'll make a lot of people mad. It's just like the Pokemon thing. that They got the advantage, so it don't make a difference. Yeah, that's more Game Freak than Nintendo on that side. But yeah, it's the same same gist, pretty much. Um, they're, but Nintendo has sold on the Switch over... 
over a billion software sales. So that's a lot of, I mean, that's digital and physical. That's a lot of software to not make backward compatible. And that's going to make a lot of people mad. That's a lot of money stuck oh, on yeah. one generation. So I think they'll try their best to make it work, but maybe not. Who knows? Nintendo's a weird company. They do things out of left field all the time. I mean, worst case scenario is they don't do it right away. They do what Xbox One, well, what Microsoft done with Xbox One initially, and it took them, what, two, three, four years to make backwards compatibility compatibility possible for the 360 games with a patch. Yeah, it took forever, and it was like one by one game. Like this one's added to the list this week. This one's added to the list this week. It, it took forever. It took years. Yep. So, like I said, they could even do like that, and people would still be more happy with it than not getting it at all. Because, like I said, they could easily test the waters and be like, "Okay, we'll try it." I mean, if they get backlash, they'll do what Xbox done and like, "Okay, we're going to do this," but they'll do it quicker than what Xbox done it. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely will. I mean, it's already been confirmed, though, that the current Nintendo Switch Online will be transferred over your account. Everything will be the same on the next-gen Switch or whatever it is. Whatever the next-gen console is, it will be the same account. So you don't have to make a new account and everything like you did from the Wii U to the Switch. It was Nintendo Network on the Wii U, and now it's Nintendo Switch Online, so it'll transfer over to the next generation. To make it easier that way, we say it was a Nintendo Network with the Wii too, like correct? I believe so, yeah. and the 3DS or Nintendo ID or something like that. They've had like three different ones. You yeah. think the Switch line now, is they're going to be there better now? It's going to be there basically live and plus. I think so. I think they're just going to stick with it. Maybe they'll rename it. I doubt on the next generation if it's still going to be called Nintendo Switch Online, but it's going to be the same account and everything. Or just be Nintendo Online. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, I don't know. We'll just have to see what they do with it. I hope, I really, really hope it's still a hybrid console. I don't know why they would go away from that with the success they've had. But it is Nintendo. Like we said, they do weird things. Yeah. Whatever company would you think it would think about a hybrid console would work, right? But I I think with it being Nvidia making the chip again, it's going to be a portable console because Nvidia is known for making chips and portable systems. So I believe it is going to be a hybrid console. So we'll just have to wait and see, and hopefully it's announced by the beginning of next year. I hope so. I agree. All right. We are out of time. So make sure to join our Discord, especially if you guys want a guide on that Wii U. And if, join our, well, follow us on Twitch. We're live right now. We're live every week at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. TikTok the rest yeah tiktok all the other junk but we 
appreciate you guys listening week by week. You guys are helping us out more than you know. Just by listening to us, our numbers are going up, and we never thought that we'd be at this point on episode 30, less than a year doing this, and we're growing really fast, and that's all because of you guys. We appreciate you. That's right. Just over half a year, and we got a lot more audience than we expected to have at this point. Oh, yeah. Yep. So hopefully we can just continue to give you guys the news that you want, and you'll keep listening and share it with your friends and everybody. But we'll catch you guys next week. Later, guys.